Democrats do not have rights and what rights they have are illicit, fictitious, and misnamed. The power of liberal governments may masquerade as rights, but these rights are only as good as the ability of the government to impose their policies on the electorate. Democrats have legal rights which is another way of saying Democrats have the rights of government policy and no more. The right to housing, medical care, security of person, entry into Western nations and the right to cheap labor and state-sponsored protection of private property are not attached anything other than the ability of governments to fund them. These rights cannot be proved to exist, scientifically. They cannot be measured. They are simply declared to exist by governments trying to get elected. If a liberal is stranded on an island or trapped in a building, what rights does he have? Imagine you are on an island with a number of liberals. There is water in abundance, but there is no food. What rights do you have? If you are a liberal stranded on an island with 100 persons and lots of water but no food, and you are the only person with a gun, do you believe in democracy and equal rights? Will you argue that the first priorities are to have an election and start a bank? The queer thing about democracy is that it is backward-looking. It is always a passive exercise in sharing what was created in the past. Democracy does not produce value and it does not do anything other than redistribute what work produced. Democracy is actually an add-on or app created to redo what was already done. Work shares what was produced by giving the producer that which he worked to create. All governments do is to redistribute this work-created wealth. Slavery exists for the same reason democracy exists. The people with the power do not like when sharing is done naturally. Natural sharing leaves the slave with the product of his or her labor. The only reason this revisionist version of rights is permitted is because man is offended by God. Some men repudiate the system instituted by God and want to institute their own way of sharing. But how can they do this when God's method is perfect? Those who create the wealth own the wealth they create. That means the only way liberals can offend God is by giving the wealth created by believers to liberal freeloaders. This is self-limiting because liberals can only expropriate what has been produced by conservatives and even only in amounts that will not cause conservatives to give up producing goods and services. One cannot kill the golden goose without harming your own ability to survive. The Bible tells us he who does not work, shall not eat. It might be rephrased as those who do not contribute to making the meal do not get to sit down at the table. The man who does not care for his own, is said to be worse than an unbeliever, for it does not take belief in God, to tell a man his duty is to his family. If the believer is not caring for his household, then the family is relying on wealth created by other men to benefit their families. The rights of the church are based on the productivity of the church. The rights of Democrats are predicated on their ability to expropriate wealth from those on the right but they have no right to do this. But if a person does not have a right to food because he has no right to demand I or anyone else pay for their food, what rights can they have? It is for this reason liberals have legal rights, not human rights. But this issue goes even deeper. 
To have human rights would require there be a class of things called humans all with the same features or characteristics. This is not the case. Human beings exist but as a bifurcated species. Humans are divided into two races and these races are so distinct they do not share the same rights. Certainly, there is no obligation for the one race to finance benefits for the other when they are in competition for space and members. The dilemma liberals face is proving there is something higher than humans that obligate us to provide all of our kind with certain conditions. The question always is, where do rights come from? But this is less important than, what requires me to pay for your rights? A simple description of the right to life is as a negative. No one has the right to try and end the life of another, and the obligation of the government to make laws and take other steps if a person's life is endangered. The practical difficulties of all of this and the way it is to be interpreted could fill a book, but the important observations are that the right is posed in a negative right not to be killed and a vague obligation of a public body without means. The right to life is, in this sense an interpretation of thou shalt not kill. The biblical form of the right imposes the obligation on the person, the liberal form states is as a public benefit of having a liberal government. The liberal right to life is not a right but a benefit, unrestricted and unhindered but a benefit only as good as the government providing it. Any breakdown in government translates into a loss of rights. What too few understand is that there are two sets of rights because there are two races of persons. Democrats have no rights because they have no pathway to their provision. All they have is benefits promised by a government that may or may not be able to provide what they promised. The liberal government's promise to protect your life is as good as their promise to give you free health care and child benefits. Liberal rights are liberal party platforms manifested if you are lucky, into a policy position that needs funding and implementation. Conservatives do not have rights, but we have a right to own what we produce and the right not to pay costs created by others. This right is a conservative right as it is of the church and the community. The right to own what we create is integral to our Christianity. Our right to own what we created is ensured by our refusal to impose costs and claims onto others. Our rights are reciprocal not benefits of government. Democrats do not have rights because governments are not a source of rights. They cannot give what they do not have. Governments have no rights and so cannot bestow them on their constituents. All they can do is make political promises and take wealth from the electorate to try and fund the policy. If liberals want to call this a right, they are welcome to. It is not a right in any true sense of the word.